Hello and welcome to Connected by Life. I'm your host, Sean Paul Harrison. Connected by Life was created to have engaging conversations about important topics that impact physicians and our clinical stakeholders in regards to organ and tissue donation and transplantation. At the time of this recording, we're experiencing some inclement weather, so that's the reason why the quality may be a little bit different. But we really felt like the message was really important to share. Today, my special guest is Tammy Benson, a registered nurse and is currently waiting for a kidney and pancreas transplant. She has dedicated her life to helping others. Hello, Tammy, and welcome to the Connected by Life podcast. It's great to have you today. Oh, it's great to be invited. Listen, Tammy, I know that I've only met you about a, less than a week ago, and I really do feel like, you know, you're one of those people uh, that when you meet them, you instantly feel like you've known them forever. So when I heard your story recently, I just recognized the importance of it, and I wanted to have you on so that you could share it with others. Um, but before we go into it, I wanted you to, to just discuss a little bit about your background, your experience in the medical field, and you know how it's definitely impacted you to this point. So I am a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for 35 years. For the last 23 years, I've been a forensic nurse examiner. In that role, I um, take care of victims of violence. Uh, I've always worked in the emergency department, and this is kind of a a program under the umbrella of the emergency department. And so I've had the opportunity to see patients who have been in similar situations. Well, thank you for sharing that, Tammy. And listen, you know, I really, I think that it's it's very valuable to, to share, you know, just so much knowledge that you've had and where it's led you to today. And so what I mean by that is that you recently shared with me something that's happened. It's been about, what, 460 days? I think you probably know a little bit more than I do, but... A day is 462 days. What does that number represent? I have been on the waiting list for a kidney and pancreas transplant for 462 days now. And you and I talked about that recently, you know, as far as for, you know, this number that represents so much to you. But, um, you know, there was a lot of time leading up to it. What led you to you know, your physician talking to you about the need of a transplant? So I've been diabetic, type 1 diabetes, since I was 12 years old, and I'm 59 now. So over time, obviously, my kidneys have taken the blunt end of of diabetes, uh, as well as some other things like vision and uh, neuropathy, things like that. When my kidneys began to fail, I was... uh, referred to a specialist who got me on the transplant waiting list. In talking about the knowledge and the experience that you have as a healthcare worker, how did that impact you from 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 being someone that was helping others and now it's something where you need help as well? I've been a nurse for 35 years and a good bit of that time, about 15 years, was on the trauma team and um, in the emergency department. And I could see patients coming in who were in need of transplant or were post-transplant, what their needs were. Um, Patients who were on dialysis or needed to be on dialysis. And caring for those patients, of course, I always had in the back of my head that one day this could be me. And here I am now, it's, it's me. And that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. 
When you had that conversation with, with your physician, Andrew, at this crossroad, how much experience did you have knowing about organ donation? Actually, I didn't know a whole lot about organ donation. As an ER nurse, I did often have to call LOPA for patients who were deceased in the emergency room or were being admitted to ICU uh, with a brain injury. And way back in the day, we didn't have a whole lot of help when um, organ donation was approached to the family. And sometimes we just kind of skipped over that or it was very brief and we didn't have the knowledge that I think people have now. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, obviously you've become a huge advocate for organ donation and you have such an extremely unique perspective, both as a healthcare uh, professional and then someone that's needing a transplant. So in both of those capacities, I was wondering, are there some things that you can reflect on and any needs that we can as OPO, Orchid Procurement Organization, LOPA professionals that can help provide support to hospital partners and potential donor families that are experiencing loss? Well, I think the idea of having a designated representative to come and help with that process is phenomenal. And the more that this is addressed, I think the more that the education out there more people will know about it and hopefully we will have more donors well and also too you're talking about the conversation you know the the community aspect there's so many hospitals that have such an incredible donation culture and very supportive of these families that are experiencing one of the worst days of their life and working together because i know that you were talking about having you know a, a an individual or representative but it takes so many people to work together you know, to help educate, to support these families and walking them through that journey, but also within the community, you know, and making sure that these families are are talking about donation before they're ever entering the doors of a hospital and going through that tragic time. And so I think that, you know, you as an advocate and, and you're out there now, you know, volunteering your time, volunteering your story, it, it plays such an important role in what we're doing together. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about in what you're going through, um, you had talked about your support system, you know, whether it's your friends, your family and coworkers, how has that contributed to your emotional well-being during this time? Your these four hundred and sixty two days of waiting? Well, family, friends, coworkers, my faith is what keeps me hanging on. My faith is very strong. I have a, a scripture that I'd like to share. It's Romans 8.24, and it says, hope that is seen is not hope. So we hope for what we do not see, and we wait for it with patience. And I hold on to that. Um, I actually just stumbled across that just about a week before I talked to you the first time. And since then, it has really been something I just kind of I keep it on my phone where I can find it easily. And it just reminds me that there is hope. And I think that hope is what we need to pray for. And I pray every night before I go to bed, let tonight be the night, let let tonight be the night. And then I have to step back a minute and say, wait a minute, I'm not praying for someone to pass so that I can have their organs. What I'm praying for is that someone will give me that gift 
that will give me a a chance at a longer quality productive life. And if we can get the message out so that there is an increase in the gifts that are given, then my prayers are answered. Well, you said something the first time we met that's always resonating with me. And you, you just said the word message. And I think that I'm not going to articulate it as beautifully as you did, so I apologize. But you said that you find joy in awaiting because you found purpose in getting the message out. And that's what you're doing now. And so, like, we really appreciate that. Um, and what you're doing to represent, you know, these families that do have the opportunity to save the life of others. And, and that's what we're dedicated to is making sure, you know, there was there was a an incredibly special donor mom that shared a message you know, with our organization a number of years ago that we couldn't change the death of their, her child, but we could change the outcome and the way that we supported them and provided that gift of life. And then he went on to be a hero and save the lives of, of five others. And she said it even saved her life. And so, you know, thank you for what you're talking about is, is what you're praying for is praying for these families that are going through this and, and it, it could provide hope to them. Yes. We know that at some point, the wait, uh, we're not going to be counting days anymore, right? And so uh, once receiving that transplant, what are some of the hopes and expectations for you future post-transplant? What are some of the things that you're looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to having a, a productive life. I'd love to go back to work. I'd like to travel and just spend quality time with my family. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I also hope to continue sending out that message and showing everyone what donation can do for somebody. Well, it's in when, you know, like I said, and I, I hate to keep referring to the first time I met you, but it was just recently. And there yeah. were so many things that I took away, which was so important to, for us to have you on today. And, you know, your, your smile is so contagious. And so, you know, we just can't think enough of, of how resilient and patient that you are. And uh, I know that one of the biggest things that you had spoken about during that conversation was that this was going to be a platform for you to honor your donor hero and their family. So we really look forward to, you know, to that day and, and being able to share that story and honor them and volunteering out in the community so that you can continue to share that legacy of that hero. Yes. Well, Tammy, listen, I really appreciate you coming on. You know, like I said, it was it was very important for us to uh, to be able to share your story, you know, both with you know, just the, the vast experience of you as, as, as a nurse and a healthcare professional that's been dedicated to helping other people and now in need of a, a kidney and pancreas. And so, you know, we're going to continue being committed and dedicated so that you and so many other people that are waiting out there will see that second gift of life. So thank you so much for coming on today. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being someone that truly cares about organ and tissue donation. It matters. You can register as an organ, eye, and tissue donor anytime at registerme.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Connected by Life on your favorite podcast app. And remember... You're a light worker. Keep shining. This is a production of LOPA. The content in this podcast is intended for informational purposes only and not intended to substitute for professional medical advice. 
To read our full disclaimer, please visit our website. The Connected by Life podcast is hosted by myself, Sean Paul Harrison. Our executive producer is Kirsten Heinz. Our production assistant is Chandra Williams. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez. 